Rugby is a badass sport. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 84 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Got a good show for everybody today. Looking forward to jumping into it. Start the show off the same way we do every week. That's by jumping into the breakdown. At the top of the breakdown, we'll go ahead and talk about what's going on with the Colorado XOs this week. So if you remember, if you listened to the show last week, if you've been keeping up, they were on a bye last weekend. So guys had a few days off to, to relax and get healed up. Um, they've been hitting it hard. At training this week, um, there's still no match scheduled for this weekend. It sounds like they're going to do a, an intra squad scrimmage. Excuse me, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Um, so they'll get back on the on the pitch and get back to to you know getting some some match action and just not a actual match. Um, I will not be here this weekend or next weekend, so I will unfortunately not be able to see this scrimmage or the the Clemson match next weekend. But I've got a good interview in the bank regarding that Clemson match that will come out next week, so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, but other than that, a pretty standard week with the XOs, like I was saying. Um, looking forward to, to seeing what comes out of this scrimmage and then, of course, how the this next match versus Clemson goes. So I'll be covering it the best I can, but like I said, going to be out of town these next two weekends. Um, so we'll go ahead and move into the next piece of the breakdown, talk about some news in the MLR. Really don't have that long of a breakdown this week. This will probably be my last piece of the breakdown. Um, my only piece of the breakdown, I guess. And that big news in MLR is that San Diego Legion gets ahead back to San Diego. They've been posted up in Las Vegas since the beginning of the season. So I'll go ahead and read you some of this release that they put out. Quote, San Diego Legion is returning to its home in San Diego, California. On April 12th, the team will relocate back to San Diego and resume training at the Legion High Performance Center and headquarters in Carlsbad. Due to various limitations caused by the pandemic in California, San Diego Legion temporarily relocated to Las Vegas, Nevada for the beginning of the Major League, 20, Major League Rugby 2021 season. The team is now returning to its home in San Diego for the remainder of the MLR season. Quote, we'd like to thank all of our fans and partners for their continued support during this unprecedented year, said Ryan Patterson, CEO and president uh, at San Diego Legion. Our team is excited to get back to San Diego and continue on our quest for the Shield. America's finest city is our home, and we love being part of the San Diego community. We also want to thank the business community in Las Vegas for the great support they showed us while we were there. End quote. Quote, once the team is settled back in San Diego, we look forward to reconnecting with our fans and around the San Diego, or excuse me, and the San Diego community more generally, said Darren Gardner, executive chairman at San Diego Legion. It's been a tough few months. This has certainly, this has clearly been reflected in how we have performed on the field in the first few games of the season with Chris Robshaw's first appearance on the horizon, the return of Josh Ferno from France and some high profile signings to be announced shortly. Everyone excited to be coming home, end quote. So uh, kind of stumbled through some of that reading there, but that's the, the statement that the Legion have put out as they return back um, to San Diego. So good news for them. So now just kind of waiting on Toronto. Hopefully they get to go back up to Toronto. They won't have to they won't have to stop, you know, sharing space with the rugby ATL. Because you gotta think that does play a role in what's going on with how you with how you're playing on the field. It's so hard to focus on playing rugby when 
you're this place you, it's hard to get feeling comfortable and so that's good for them glad that they're heading back to san diego uh so that kind of does it for the breakdown not really a whole lot of news this week um there was a piece of news in that statement about chris robshaw making his first appearance coming off his uh covid19 suspension from the incident with the barbarians earlier this summer um so obviously that's a big piece of news but that's kind of the biggest piece of news this week kind of a light breakdown so we'll go ahead and jump into all the rugby you can watch this weekend I realized after I put the show out, I butchered this massively. A little peek behind the curtain, I was driving home, and I realized I had forgot to even mention all of the MLR matches, so I re-recorded it as soon as I got home. Um, but I did leave out the Europeans Champions Cup. I, I do this every time I see that, you know, oh, Pro 14, oh, the Premiership, they're off for a while. They must just be have like a scheduled break. It's always the Champions Cup, and I always forget, so I apologize for that. So we'll start with the European Champions Cup. We got four matches this weekend. We got La Rochelle versus Sale Sharks on Saturday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Exeter versus Leinster on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. Um, the Bordeaux Beagles and Racing 92 on Sunday at 5.30 a.m. And then Clermont versus Toulouse on Sunday at 8 a.m. You can watch all of those matches on Peacock. There is no Alliance Premier 15s this week. I had to double check, make sure it wasn't some other competition or something like we ran into last week. There, The Alliance Premier 15s is off. Competition will resume on April 17th. Um, so I know this, I was debating on whether or not to put this in, but USA Women's 7s have been playing in the uh, Emirates Invitational. Um, but it's going to be tough to watch this unless you are up really early. You listen to the show right when the podcast comes out because... Um, the first match of the, I mean, the it's been rolling since Thursday, essentially. So on Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Mountain Time, they played France. Uh, they played against Brazil on Thursday morning at 3.46 a.m. Mountain Time. And then they played Canada at 6.42 in the morning on Thursday. And then on Friday, oh, well, I guess Thursday night at 11.44 p.m., they'll play Japan um, and I guess the only thing that would be beneficial of, of this podcast, if you are interested and you do listen to this podcast the second it drops, you can watch USA Women's Sevens play Kenya at 5.36 a.m. Mountain Time on the YouTube channel, Find Fit People. So YouTube.com slash Find Fit People. If you're interested in going back and watching those previous matches, I'm sure they'll be on that YouTube page as well. So moving into Super Rugby Australia. We've got the Rebels versus the Force at 3.45 a.m. on Friday morning. And then on Saturday at 3.45 a.m., we have the Reds versus the Brumbies. You can watch those on um, ESPN Fans' YouTube page. Like I said, if you've been listening to the show last week, that's where I've been finding the Super Rugby Aotearoa. And it looks like they've got some Australia on there as well. So talking about Super Rugby Aotearoa. We've got two matches this week on Saturday at 1.05 a.m. Mountain Time. We have Highlanders versus Chiefs. And then uh, to round out the weekend, we have Hurricanes versus Crusaders. And that is at 9.35 p.m. And again, you can watch that on the ESPN Fans YouTube page. Um, and that leads into the DNVR Rugby Pick of the Week. Finally got, got back on the horse last week. Good stuff to see. So I'm giving you two this week. We've got Highlanders minus three and a half and Crusaders minus ten and a half. Uh, Crusaders kind of screwed me last week. I think they were like 22-point favorites, and they lost. They lost their first game in a year. 
to a team I think that hadn't won since the opening round. So that was a tough look, but we're back on the horse this week. So make sure you check out the DNVR Bet Show every weekday on DNVR's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Um, like I say every week, those guys are, are good at gambling. They put their record in the handle, so I know it's true. Um, and everything's on tape, so you know if they're telling the truth. So make sure you check that out. Uh, that's my pick of the week. Lock those in. Of course, we're using DraftKings. That's how you can gamble on Super Rugby Aotearoa. I don't think you can do it in FanDuel, and I don't know about the other books. So make sure you lock those in, ride with me on those. Um, and with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the Major League Rugby Round 4 action. So a couple teams had bye weeks last week. So we had four matches to watch last week. I think we're up to five now. So a little bit heavier of a load. Um, but the first match of the weekend is Los Angeles Giltinis at the Toronto Arrows, which will be played in New Orleans. Kind of confusing, but that's how they're making it work. Um, that's on Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time. You can watch that match on the Rugby Network. Second match of the weekend is Austin Gilgronies at Nola Gold. So this one will start as soon as the, the first game is over, both playing these games in New Orleans. That's on Saturday at 2.30 p.m. You can watch that one on the Rugby Network as well. Chris Robshaw makes his MLR debut when the San Diego Legion take on the Houston Sabercats in Houston. That match is on Saturday at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. You can catch that on Fox Sports 2. Uh, then we have the Seattle Seawolves at the Utah Warriors, the first place Utah Warriors at 7 p.m. Um, I believe that one is on Saturday. That's on one is on Saturday. Well, I didn't write that down in my notes. My bad. Uh, you can catch that one on the Rugby Network. And then finally, to round out the weekend, we have Rugby United New York at Rugby ATL. That's on Sunday at 11 p.m. or excuse me, 1 p.m. Um, and that's on CBS Sports Network. So that's all the MLR action. Should be some good games. Um, just kind of rolling through it. I, I know I've been watch, I've been liking. Uh, watching Utah Warriors play. That should be a good one. First place for Seawolves are trying to get their first win of the season. Uh, the Giltinis have, have seemed like the best team in the competition so far through the first two rounds that they played. They had an early bye last week. Um, Toronto Arrows picked up their first one, so that should be a good one to watch. Uh, Austin Nola. Nola looks like the, probably the second or third best team in the competition, um, so looking forward to watching them play. Uh, Austin, and then of course seeing Chris Robshaw finally make his MLR debut will be a, a good sight to see. Um, and they're playing a Houston SaberCats team that has not scored a point since round one, so you know they're starving, they're hungry, ready to get back on the score sheet and get back in the win column for sure. Um, like I said, that does it for MLR action, round four action. Make sure you're checking all those matches out. Um, so we'll move into the interview portion of the show now. I'm very pleased to welcome back onto the show Colorado XO hooker and vice captain Jalen Robinson. This is the second time Jalen's been on the show, third time, I guess, if you count the very short uh, interview I had with him at the camp. But if you've been listening to the show for a while or you're interested in going back and checking it out, I talked to Jalen uh, right before he came to the November camp. I think it was the first week of November. Um, he's a guy that all the coaches are very high on. They've been very high on from the beginning. He's got the right attitude. If you've been listening to the last few you know, interviews I've had with members of the Colorado XOs. I talk about how feverishly he works, works harder than everyone else. He's always in the gym throwing the ball up at this pole or this beam, um, just working on his line outs. Like he's taking this very seriously. There was a good article on him in the Chicago Tribune a couple of weeks ago, I think first week of March. Um, I talked to him a little bit about it in the interview, but he's like said he's committed. This is what he's working on now. This is what he's focusing all his energy and effort on. So he's completely bought in. He's got the rugby bug. 
Um, and he's a, he's a guy everyone's excited about. I've seen online fans have been wanting to learn a little bit more about him. So I thought now would be kind of the perfect time uh, to have him come back on the show, facilitate that a little bit. So with that, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Colorado XO hooker and vice captain Jalen Robinson. <laughs> Happy to welcome back onto the show, uh, Colorado XO hooker. Jalen Robinson. Jalen, how's it going, man? It's great. Thanks for having me back on. It's yeah. an honor. Thank you for coming. I know we had to get it done in person. We had talked about it on the phone last time. and I'm trying to think when that was. It was like six months ago now. It's crazy. Yeah, almost, almost. But now we're here in person. Yeah, That's I know. Better. Time is flying. Um, so, yeah, thank you for coming on. I know, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of people online saying they've been looking forward to hearing from you, learning more about you. So I try to help facilitate that while I have you. So, Julian, how are you liking rugby, man? I know last time I talked to you was before the November camp, before you'd ever played before. You've got four matches under your belt now. How are you liking everything? You know, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm really falling in love with this rugby sport and the community. Um, coming, you know, coming into rugby, and we talked before, I had an idea, and I had a, a small vision of what it would be like, but now that I was kind of thrown into the rugby world headfirst, you know, I, it's been an amazing experience, and it's nothing like this. It's, it's kind of topped my my athletic career. Yeah. Um, just just – being a part of this sport and the community around the sport. Yeah. I know you're, you're talking about the community right there. Is that kind of like what's grabbed you or like, I guess maybe like what specifically about the actual sport have you, you know, fallen in love with? Like, what are you liking about it? You know, I would say it, it is the community that, that grabbed my attention. Um, it's different. It's different from the football community in a good way. Um, not in a bad way, nothing bad about the football right. community, but um, anyone who's been a part of this, this rugby mm-hmm. community, you and I can, can kind of tell and, and you know it's it's family yeah so I really appreciate that from uh, all the support from my, my rugby family so I know I was down there in New Orleans with you guys after you, you beat New Orleans rugby football club and like had you was that was that new to you like the the after the match social when the guy comes over with the beers like was that something that, that you had known about kind of going into that or was that like baptism by fire in that sense with <laughs> yeah you know I um I had heard a little bit about it from, yeah. from my teammates. Um, and obviously everyone tells you, you know, we're going to have a great time after the game or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But when the opposite team that we, we just got done playing them and, and fighting yeah. against them on the field, and it was a great match, um, they come over to our locker room and start, you know, celebrating with us, yeah. chugging beers. They brought, a, brought us a, a, you know, a case of beer. <laughs> it, was, it was a great experience. And, and I, I – I love to, to yeah. see it, and um, I remember the opposite hooker was giving me tips on on things that I was oh, doing in the, the scrum, game? and yeah, after wow. the game, and it was just, you know, it was things that I wouldn't get from any other community. It was fun, and they yeah. knew that it was a, a a learning opportunity for me, and they they wanted to help me. So you tell me you never went up against like a, a tackle that was like, no, Jalen, like do this. I can't block you when you do this. Nobody ever told you yeah. that before? No, I've never met a tackle that, that told me how to get by yeah. him. <laughs> I, that's that's surprising to me. No, so has this been anything like you expected it to be? Like what did you expect coming into this? You know, I had I had expectations of, you know, obviously coming to rugby from football, I, I knew it would be a lot more running, a lot more endurance-based sport, which is, you know, awesome. I got my mind ready for that. But um, just the, the sheer contact that we, the have, we have at practice without pads and – you know, some of the other protection that, that mm-hmm. football has. You know, it was a little shock to my body at first. Right. But, um, as soon as I got used to it, this game becomes – it became such a um, such a beautiful game for me. It's flowing a lot more naturally, and it's it's become something that I've just been obsessed yeah. with, uh, getting better, <laughs> and, and it's really awesome to, to be here. Yeah, I mean, I know I've seen you working with your – you know, throwing in the lineouts in the gym, like – 
And that's what some people have said. I know talking to Malik and some of the other guys I've had on the past is like they've been blown away. I think Malik said like he forgot that you were new at this. Yeah. Malik is a guy that has played rugby and just is like you're always working, you're always working. And, I mean, it's showing up, right? Like, I, yeah. Another thing I've heard from people too is that I've talked to on the team is like they've they've thought that they're surprised like how much easier the transition has been. Like they were saying that they expected it to be – a lot more challenging. Is that kind of like what you felt too? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I felt that it would be a little bit more challenging in the aspect of um, completely switching my mindset, but once you're playing, it just yeah. becomes natural. Yeah. And so I know, Julian, you're a guy that's played a lot of sports. you played football. you played basketball. You've wrestled. Like, does this feel – does this rugby feel like any of those sports or is it like all of them put together? Like, how would you describe it? Because I know – from my personal experience and even talking to some other people's like they don't necessarily feel like it's playing you're playing football yeah which no. i think is like a common misconception you could say it is and and just because the ball looks like football yeah, like yeah. a football people <laughs> kind of assume it's the same game but no it's a completely different game and um, yeah i've been lucky enough to you know i've been a successful wrestler and i've been successful mm-hmm. playing football so i would say it's a, a small mix of mm-hmm. football wrestling not even throwing soccer in there because, yeah. you know, it's it's a game of constant motion and you that's want what, to keep the ball. That's what I always felt like. It always felt to me like I was playing soccer more than I was playing anything else. And, like, yeah. even the basketball comparison, I never played basketball, but I just remember watching you guys at the November camp, like, the ball manipulation, that looked like basketball. Like, the way, yeah. you, like, the flicks and, and everything looked like basketball. Like, you're just moving around and – that's like one of the things I've kind of noticed since there are actually like some basketball players like on the team now. I've I've seen that a lot more. Yeah, I agree. And even when we're playing those touch games where yeah, we yeah. don't necessarily have to throw the ball <clears throat> backwards, we can mm-hmm. throw the ball forwards. Yeah. You see Vince just chest I mean, passing. I see Vince in the game throwing the ball like <laughs> yeah. Joe Montana <laughs> when yeah. he gets tied up. He just you know, baseball pass like he's flipping the, the court. So Exactly. Um, how are you liking running the ball? I love it. You know, yeah. being a D tackle <laughs> My whole life, I couldn't touch the ball. So uh-huh. now it's it's something. Every opportunity I get to get the ball, you know, I want uh-huh. it in my hands now, and it's it's amazing getting to run and make those great great runs. We need that try, Jalen. You haven't got one this year, have you? No, I haven't got one. I've <laughs> I've had a couple good. You know, I've set up a, I've seen, a couple with my yeah. buddies, but man, I, that first was going to be something special. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're getting close. Like I've seen you break the line and. Um, I think you're a lot faster than people expect. Like yeah. you, you have another gear, even like this stuff that we've seen from Rugby Factory and just even watching you, um, you know, when I was down in New Orleans with you, like you have another gear that I think people oh, yeah. don't necessarily know about. Yep. And I was, I, f- I feel like I lost that gear for a little while while I was playing <laughs> football. I was 300. It's different. Yeah. It's a, so what do you weigh now? Like, like 270, 265 on, mm-hmm. a, on a really heavy day of practice. So I'm, I'm a lot lighter and faster now. So I, I enjoy being able yeah. to be athletic in I know, the sport. Talking to Chase and like, you know, Teron, all those guys are saying that they don't it's important to eat clean. I'm not trying to knock that, but they're saying like it's as much as you guys are running and doing stuff that it the weight is just like falling off you yeah. guys. I would assume the altitude and all that stuff has made a bit of a difference also. It has. Especially for Chase, man. He was he was he was yeah. a bigger guy in college. He's an old <laughs> lineman. I've heard him yelling screaming big body running around <laughs> before, so Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's bananas. We talked quite a bit about Chase's weight when he came on the, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so, Julian, is it safe to say that you you've caught the bug for rugby now? I read, I've caught the bug. I read your <laughs> your you know interview in the Chicago Tribune. 
Um, you said that, you know, you're, you're of course keeping your options open, which is what you should do. Um, but this is kind of like where you're focusing your energy and efforts now. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, um, and I think I, I mentioned it a little bit, um, and maybe I have didn't mention it in the interview, but yeah, football is, is, it's always going to be one of my loves in life. Um, mm -hmm. but rugby has now become my main priority because yeah. I've fallen in love. And like I said earlier, I'm obsessed now with, yeah. um, growth in this sport and growth in this team. So it's, it's definitely gotten to me. Yeah. So uh, one of the questions I like to ask rugby players, you know, that have been playing for a long time, like if I do get to talk to an Eagle or, uh, like anybody, you know, that that's, you know, caught the bug. Do, do you, do you remember like the specific moment? Like, was there a moment when kind of like clicked in your head? Like, this is fun. Like, I like yeah. doing this. Is, do you have a moment like that yet? Or maybe it's still coming. You know, I think after camp, we came in November and we had a great camp and I had a smile on my face the whole time. Mm -hmm. The entire time we were practicing out there, and it was hard because I'd never touched – I touched a rugby and just tossed it around with my yeah, yeah. a couple weeks before, but um, didn't know what I was getting into. But once I scrimmaged, we had a little live scrimmage, and um, I was just enjoying myself too much playing a sport, <laughs> <laughs> more than I ever yeah. had before. So I, I knew right then and there that, you know, this was going to be something that I had to take serious, and um, if I didn't, I would regret it. So I, mm -hmm. I knew that I had to give everything I had to it. I know we were talking about Chase quite a bit on the show, but it just kind of like all lining up perfectly. So like I asked Chase the same thing because Chase is a guy like just based off what I've seen online and stuff, like even after the November camp, it looked like every waking minute like he was spending was watching rugby, like watching stuff on YouTube, passing the ball around with Trey or something down Carolina. Like, and I asked him the same thing. And this was pre before they had played, you guys have played any matches. And I asked him the same thing. And he was like, I don't know if I, feel that yet like I don't know if it's and then I remember in the locker room like while the the post-match beers were going on like he came up to me and he told me he was like I, I understand like what you're talking about now like yep. this is what it had like this was fun and talking to Sean too after that that match he was like it feels like I'm in gym class like it feels like I, I'm a kid I haven't had this much fun in years so exactly and it's something too about starting a new sport um, yeah you know at our age and I'm 25 about to be 26 and I'm getting an opportunity to play a new sport, not only play a new sport, but I'm getting paid and playing professionally. It's right. an amazing opportunity that guys really, um, once you get this opportunity and, and get a feel for it, you don't want to let it go. You're just, right. you're learning something brand new. You're being a kid again. Yeah. Um, so, Jalen, has there been anybody on the team that's like kind of impressed you or, or been like a big help to you as you, as you learn this new sport? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these guys, especially my type five, and all of us are very new. Um, so we're learning uh -huh. from each other at every single moment. But um, learning more about the type five and my forwards every single day is just it's incredible. And we have our team bonding sessions. Um, so I'd say everybody has helped me um, become a better rugby player. Specifically, I mean, we're talking a little bit about Chase. Mm -hmm. Chase has been one of those guys who I, I see work harder than anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and, you, and, and you mentioned him with the videos and yeah. watching an however many rugby matches a week. I mean, we'd, we'd sit on Instagram sending each other hilarious yeah, memes, yeah. rugby memes, and just different line-out tosses and trick plays. Man, that, that kid has – not kid, the grown man. That grown <laughs> man has, has become such a great athlete to, to watch progress. And I'm excited because he's one of the guys who really, truly loves, loves to compete. Yeah. So I can't wait to – I kind of got that vibe. I just remember, like, even the first time I ever talked to Chase was, like, after the first day of the November camp, and he was even 
like he just has been pedal to the metal all systems go since he got here so man um i mean that's crazy uh june so i remember last time you came on so for those that don't know your dad played the nba and his nickname was the big dog right and i asked you like what your nickname was going to be like what we could call you and and you said we could call you the big dog as well but like you have you have a new nickname right it's it's Jalen run through your face robinson (laughs) can you kind of tell us like how that came about and and (laughs) because uh, i could tell you peter told me (laughs) about that Uh, yeah yeah so um when and i'm not sure where how this nickname came about (laughs) i assumed it was from uh the uh, I think it was the Belmont game, uh-huh. and I was I ran through literally someone's face uh-huh. and had a it wasn't a line break, but it was through the game <laughs> line, um, and I just continued every time I got the ball to take the Marshawn Lynch approach and just <laughs> run yeah, through right, somebody's yeah. face rather That's an than all time interview, all time interview. <laughs> oh yeah, all time interview, Marshawn Lynch. You got y'all got to go look that one yes. up. But that's what I, you know, see myself doing, and um, I'm not Malik. I'm not I'm not gonna trick you or yeah. work you with my feet. I'm running right through your face. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I know we had to ask. I mean, I, w- I was interested in to see like what your nickname was gonna become, and and you know like how it, that saying goes like you can't give yourself a nickname, right? It has to come naturally. Yeah. And it looks like it's here. So Jalen, run through your face, Robinson. You I like remember it. that. I can deal with that. Yeah. Nickname. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of your dad, uh, I know your brother played in the NBA as well. Like. What have your friends and family like thought about this? Like, I'm sure they've seen like all this stuff coming out now. Like, what what have they kind of thought about this as you're six months into this new journey now? Yeah, most most people that I talk to, they love it. They love the idea of me playing a new sport. Um, most people have no idea of, mm-hmm. and especially, you know, my dad is an NBA player. Yeah, he didn't know much about rugby, but right. the concept of me still competing, and he loves the fact that I'm now competing at my, you know, proper weight. I'm two sixty five, two seventy instead of you know, bulked up to an, you know, <laughs> giant 310 trying yeah. to play, you know, D-tackle. So I think that uh, my dad loves seeing me go out there and just show my athletic ability. And same with my, my mom and my, my um, the rest of my family. So Yeah. No, that's cool. I know. Um, I feel like a lot of people are in that same boat. Like, and that's the nice thing about, like, having all you guys here that were so good at the other things. Like, it is exposing everyone you know, like, all your friends to, like, a completely different world that – they maybe didn't know existed yeah, back in exactly. last summer. So um, I didn't know it existed last summer. <laughs> yeah. Last summer, exactly. So it's been it's been awesome to teach yeah. my, my friends and family. So I know this. I asked you about it last time, but do you mind telling people like how you kind of got this opportunity? Yeah, yeah. So one of my coaches in college, um, John Shoup, he was a very huge All Blacks fan, and he gave a speech about the All Blacks and um, basically – how their discipline was the key to their success and how they have had immense success the past couple of years in uh, world rugby, just winning the world cup and something just had me look into it. And it was, I was in college at the time and mm-hmm. I was in college at the time and a sophomore or junior. And, you know, I, I had no idea what I was watching, but I knew these men were competing out here with, with an amazing love for this sport. And it was crazy to, to be able to two years, three years, you know, whatever, however many years later, um, the same coach, John Shoup, recommended me to Peter Pass, and <laughs> Peter Pass reached out to me, and the rest is history. I'm here yeah. and, you know, doing my thing now. Was it a tough decision to make, like, to come out here? I know I've tried to ask all these guys that, too. Like, because it is a scary time with COVID, with, you know, traveling, all that stuff. Like, what did you have trouble, like, mulling it over, or was this like a – like, I know talking to Tani and Malik and even – 
you know, other guys have been like, I'm not doing anything. Like, might as well go yeah. try it out. So, <laughs> well, it it was in a sense this the same with me. Um, I was I was done with the XFL. It had the coronavirus had um, yeah. ruined our season, and I was about to go up to Montreal and play in the CFL. And the CFL got mm-hmm. the coronavirus Whatever. destroyed as well. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I had a job, an awesome job in in Indianapolis, and my family we're doing we're doing great, and my daughter. And all of a sudden, this opportunity presents itself. It was a tough decision for me to choose between, you know, being able to, to sit there and, and, and raise my daughter and have fun with her every single day like mm-hmm. I would love to do or, you know, take a risk, mm-hmm. take an opportunity, take a chance at this rugby thing and go out to camp, you yeah. know, go to camp and do do what you can do. Tony put it, like, pretty beautifully, actually, a couple of weeks ago when he was on. He said that, like, you know, you only have so long, you only have such a bit, you know, big enough window to do this, to play a sport and get paid for it and try something new. So he was like, as long as I have those opportunities, like I'm going to chase every single one of them. So, yep. um, June, do you mind if I ask you a little bit about the XFL and, and the AAF and stuff like that? Yeah. I talking yeah. again, talking to Tawny, he said something pretty interesting about how this, this setup feels like that in a way, just because like, it, it feels like college here, and that's what he was saying. Like he, he said he enjoyed playing in those leagues more than the NFL because it was like you're all there to get, you're all grinding together. Like, and and, and that's what I asked him. It's like it feels like that's kind of the same setup here, right? You live right next door to one another. Like you're, you're kind of like back in college in a way. Yeah. No, I agree. It, and that those were most athletes would agree that those are the times where you make the most memories. Mm-hmm. You make the most memories in college playing. You know, for your brothers out there, it, yeah. it changes a little bit when you go to the league. It's not the same, but yeah. he's right. It's beautiful to be able to be in this environment working towards achieving our greatest goal right. to get better at rugby. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tony was also saying some some funny stuff about the NFL. Like the more the the more you get paid, the less you do stuff like that. Stuff that I don't think people like realize. Like that's, that's yeah. the truth of that stuff. It is. It I mean, is. it gets gotten to the point, you know, where like they all, they all worked very hard to get to that point, but that's the truth. So he's like, some days I'd have to, you know, I'd be playing tackle on the offensive line, a yep. practice squad, and then I'm sliding over, play tight end, and I'll drop back, play fullback. Like, yeah, yeah. They grinded. see you more as a dollar sign than a, you know, yep. than a way. It's that's a business. why I love the the community here in rugby. Yeah. It's it's not quite like that. It's right. All, it's obviously a business, and as all professional sports is, but. You know, you're really you're, your family. Yeah, it's different. Rugby, and this is a way I've kind of like described it to other people too. Is like, and and I know Mark Bullock has has talked to me about talking to everybody. Like, the respect that you have for the game, the respect you have for the other team, the respect you have for the referee. Because like, without any of those pieces, you you just can't play. Like, rugby yeah. doesn't happen. There's no rugby if there's no referee. There's no rugby if there's you know, no other team, as you guys almost learned in yeah. Miami. Like, you had to, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes, you know, a couple of guys have to go play for the other team so that you can play. And, like, that's kind of what makes this sport different than some of the other sports out there. Um, so, June, what are, you, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the season? I know you've had four matches under your belt now. Um, we're not even, I don't think, to the halfway point. There's still quite a, quite a bit of rugby to be played. Like, I guess from, like, a personal standpoint and just a team standpoint, like, is there anything that you're kind of looking forward to as you continue out through the rest of the season? Yeah. Now that I have a couple games under my belt, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to, to, to be able to see how much I've grown from game mm-hmm. one to this will be game five. Um, it's interesting because, you know, the mentality that I had going into game one is – 
nothing compared to the knowledge and the mentality that I had going into game four. I had learned so much in those previous games that each game is just, it's huge. It's huge right. to just play the, the games. And I know um, we, against South Florida Club, it, it was 71 to, to five. Yeah. Man, that there is so much, so much that I learned, and I hope that the team in general learned from, mm-hmm. from that game. And we're so new that you know, it's going to be every game. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, Julian, one of the other questions I want to ask you is, like, is it as complicated as you, like, might have thought it was when you first came in? No, it's no. not. Yeah. It's, I thought it would be a lot more complicated. You're right. I, and it, it's, it's really not once you play and understand yeah. the flow of the game. And that's what I think people, too, that are hesitant to get into it. I always just tell them, like, I mean, the best way to learn is to play, like just drop in on a training or something. Like yeah. you show up to any rugby event with some cleats, like you'll get a run. But other things, just like just keep watching it and you'll learn. And I think it's helpful for people like you and the rest of your teammates that, you know, to vocalize that it's really not – you can figure it out, right? Okay. It's not. It's going not, off of that, we're we're in America. We, football is our biggest sport yeah. here, and if you can understand football, yeah, fo- you take the time to understand that. Exactly, you can, you can there is way more intricacies and rules and nuances in football than than really there is in rugby. Like, ball goes. You know, if there's a dead ball. You started with a scrum, or you started with a line out. Like it's yep. quick tap. Yeah, kick it, kick it for points. Like it's once people get into it, they realize it's not that bad. So. Uh, Jalen, that's, I mean, that's all the questions I have, man. I don't know if there's anything. I usually leave the end open if you want to um, shout anything out or promo anything. Feel free to, to do that right now. But other than that, I don't have any questions for you. Yeah, you know, I'd just like to give a shout-out to my rugby family. Everybody in this community has been so welcoming. Um, even on Instagram, man, I'm, I'm just getting so many DMs of people who are across the world giving me tips and just being very helpful towards me. Um, only solely because I'm a part of this rugby community. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate that. So thank you guys, the listeners, and I yeah. uh, hope to see you guys soon. Yes, yeah, so one of the, the great quotes that I heard from from Christian Sarmento, he used to play here, he played uh, football at uh, UNC up in Greeley. He said, rugby will take you wherever you want to go, and it'll put you in touch with good people. And I think you, yep. you're learning that now, That's right? And it's true. one of the truest statements I ever heard. So, Jalen, I'm glad we finally got to do this in person. Uh, I really appreciate the time, man. Uh, thank you so much. No problem at all. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I hope everyone enjoyed that conversation with Colorado Exo Hooker and Vice Captain Jalen Robinson. I know I certainly did. But thank you to Jalen for come, coming on the show, taking some time out of his off day to come chat with me. I really appreciate it. I say it every week, but the guests make the show, and I really do mean that. That's why I keep saying it. Uh, so thank you again to Jalen. We'll go ahead and move into the required reading portion of the show now. I've got a little shameless self-promotion going on here, but wrote a nice feature piece um, on the XOs, how they're falling in r- love with rugby, um, You know, kind of talking to them just like what they like about it, when it kind of clicked for them, how it kind of stacks up to some of their football experiences. Uh, talked to quite a few guys for that. Spent two weeks writing it, so that's out on the dnvr.com. Published it last Friday. Make sure you check that out, and while you're there, check out all the other awesome content that we have on the dnvr.com covering all the major sports in Colorado. Um, and as always, I will link that article in the article that houses this podcast so it's nice and easy to find. You can click on it. I think you can even click on it in the descriptions. I've been trying to put it in the descriptions as well. Uh, so with that, we're going to close the show out with the loop, same way we do every weekend. Don't have anything really to push in the loop. Make sure you're following along with us on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler. If you're doing both of those things, you would have already read the article that I was just talking about and required reading. Uh, so make sure you're keeping up with all that fun stuff on that uh, on Twitter. 
you know, it's probably the best, easiest place to connect. Been trying to branch out a little bit more, but that's that's a place to be still. Um, that's all I got for everybody this week. Enjoy the matches this weekend. Hope you all had a great week. I hope you have a great weekend, and I will catch you all back here next week.